Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Marketing in Times of Crisis. I'm your host, Ira Bass, and today is Monday the 28th of September. My guest today is Samita Singer, who is an architect and author. Samita touches on her career in the industry and how she got to where she is today. She also talks about the opportunities that she feels exist for young practices, particularly if they look to partner up with larger ones in light of the recent recession. She talks about the importance of networking to win work, and she also reflects on what she learned marketing-wise running for the recent REBA presidential election. If you like what you hear on this podcast, please do subscribe, rate us and review us, because it really does help us to spread the word. Anyway, I won't hold you up any longer, so happy listening. Hi, Samita, and welcome to the show. In terms of what you're doing now, how's it all going? I see you're running your own practice and you're also writing books. You recently did one on healthcare design. How's it all going? Well, to be honest with the practice, it hasn't much has, you know, hasn't happened because, yeah. um, you know, before the lockdown, there was Brexit and I lost a couple of jobs be- because of that. Yeah. Uh, my client died. And yeah, so there was all sorts of things happening even before the, the COVID and um, so I haven't done much with my practice. And also I run a charity which does sort of ecological work um, and community kitchen gardens. And again, that has been very quiet because I just, you know, we just haven't been able to meet because, you know, the sort of work we do is we meet, we talk, we work together, you yeah. know, gardening or something. You know, physically we're quite close to each other. So that hasn't happened uh, writing is easy to do. You, can, <laughs> you just, just sit at home and, <laughs> and do it, you know. Yeah. And uh, what else? I mean, all the all my teaching has shifted online. How are you finding and, that? Sorry? How are you finding that, teaching online? Uh, that's a bit weird. So it was my first – I've done I don't know how many webinars and seminars and um, online stuff I've used uh, with, with students. Um it was pretty weird. And then actually I like it now because it means you save a lot of time not commuting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, London is horrific with, with the <laughs> tube and things, you know, just you, you never know how long it's going to take you to get somewhere. So I'm, I'm quite enjoying it. Gives gives me a bit of power to be working from home yeah. and still be able to communicate with people. Yeah. Um, I think it just takes getting used to, doesn't it? It is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the exams were a bit weird, I have to say, because, um, you know, it was my first time doing uh, oral exams using, uh, what was it, Microsoft Teams. And so you have the system of rooms. So you go into one room. That's weird. Sorry? That must be a bit weird. Yeah. And then you have to come out of that room and then go into another room to interview the student. And then when you finish, you have to be very careful to have logged out of that room in case they can hear you. And then go into this other room to talk about their marks and things. But, you know, we, we managed. And I'm doing a lot of seminars with students, speaking to them online, particularly part three, the ones that are starting their um, journey into architecture now. Because um, it, it was just the way I started my own practice, you yeah. know, in the, in the recession. So they're interested in hearing more about it. So what have you been saying? What what advice have you been giving those students who are doing their part freeze and coming out now? Well, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to be, um, you know, 
be be cheerful and i'm saying look you know you've got to sort of accept it first of all you know don't don't panic yeah and don't say it's not happening because it is happening and <laughs> you know that you know i think yeah, you have yeah. to accept bad news i think and then you can think okay what can i do so um that's what i say to them and then you know i'm just saying just build up your cvs do if you can't get any work do some voluntary work um you know just just put things put skills that you think might might be needed so i was just speaking to someone who told me that he he's actually doing part 3 and he said i'm i'm i can't write very well i get all mixed up and he was actually asking me advice about how to write so i said and and then he said i can speak very well when i'm talking i can put my thoughts together so i said did you know you have just the right skills <laughs> for yeah. this situation because you can do little podcasts about um you know buildings you like or what you don't like about a space and yeah. put them on youtube and and people will like to enjoy that because i'm not a very good talker i don't think but you know i said you have a really valuable skill use that yeah so and, and he could transcribe them as well right couldn't he he could just get those transcribed and there you go there's your written content yeah exactly you know what i mean it's like it's, it's the yeah. having the thought is the key thing yeah but you know it's just so much more exciting because architects are visual people yeah. and if he's sort of gone somewhere and he's standing there and saying oh this building is like this or talk about history of that building or whatever you know it's so much more nicer because yeah, much he's more in that, yeah in there so he doesn't even need to t- transcribe it i don't think mm. so get those skills you know look at your skills what you have and then put it together use them now um there are you know the youtube for example if you go i think if you have 1000 followers you get a bit of income through it or something like that and sorry <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you know there are ways of earning you can do online you know tutor, uh, tutoring of other students you know you can tutor other students so what are the things you can do online and i mean i'm no good with technology but younger people these days they know everything they're much more <laughs> capable than i am and uh, you know i was saying to another woman and i just said you know just use all your technical knowledge um so that those are my tips and obviously you know be prepared to be able to work from home and i think it's good because um you know you don't you save on travel you know and on commuting yeah. and you can work whatever time you want to and if you've got children um you can manage that um so there's there are some good things look for the good, good things and do those so what would you what advice would you give to smaller practices then who are kind of trying to figure out what they should be doing now marketing wise because that's the advice you give to your students who are looking for work i mean how what would you give to smes who are looking you know for more work or to make sure that they keep going for the, for the next year six months a year longer uh, i idea. think i think this is a great opportunities where smaller practices can um um can um, work with bigger practices oh okay yes yeah. yeah so you know bigger practices can uh give work that they no longer can handle or um you know share they can share projects together so all this online stuff creates a, a kind of a digital platform for um people to be collaborating much more easily um yeah. together 
So I think this is an opportunity that uh, smaller practices can use. And also, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's possible that the larger firms are actually shedding staff because, you know, they are no longer getting big projects and they're holding on to office space that they no longer use. So it's possible. So they might be relying on skilled staff from, um, you know, small practices uh, to do the work for them. So it's, you know, we can all share, you know, it's like a big ecosystem. There's the construction industry, a big ecosystem. Everybody shares everything, Yeah, which would be nice. Okay. And are there any other things you think smaller practices can be doing to kind of, I guess, because you talked about networking earlier and how you needed to do that. I mean, how could they build networks, for example? What did you do when you were starting out? How did you get that going? I just, um, my husband used to joke that I went to the opening of an envelope. (laughs) (laughs) You do it online now. You can't go to that opening. (laughs) We can't, yeah. But, you know, there's so many... I mean, initially, all the Zoom seminars, they were all really great. And I attended so many of them. And I was doing one every Thursday or something, you know. And then I got a bit fed up. And I think people are a bit Zoomed out now with with, uh, a lot of online stuff. So I've now taken to reading stuff, uh, which which is great. Um, I think teaching is a good option. So there are a lot of architecture students who are looking for guidance, mentoring, you know, smaller practices, can, can do that. Um, and, you know, and, and I know that there's a sort of a small practice which was offering um, reduced price work for NHS staff, for example. Yeah. So there are people with lower income, uh, but, you know, you can still uh, market yourself uh, by offering good deals um, through the through use of this, um, of the internet. Yeah. So they can literally walk around the house show you stuff and you can say, oh, okay, um, I think, you know, there ought to be a shelf here or whatever, you know, something. And I think people are doing a lot of DIY stuff at home as well. You know, they're doing home improvements. So yeah. if they get an architect to, to give them a little tip about what they can do, that'd be good. But those are actually, to be honest, you know, they are very small jobs. So, you know, it's, it's not that they're going to be able to live on that alone. No. Um, so we we need um, so we need a, small practices need a mixture of bigger projects as well as all these little jobs as well as well as doing other things. So doing a whole sort of having diversity of income. Yeah, I think I think you're absolutely right. And having a mix and and uh, but I guess it's just knowing which I guess what to offer, but also which tap to turn on. Does that make sense? Because it's yes. kind of like which yes. which are the ones that are actually viable now. And I think. That's the big discussion that everyone's having is what can I be doing now? Yes. So I think you can be creative, you know, like this small practice, which thought about NHS staff. If you're, if you're a specialist in sort of low energy design, yeah. that's another good um, place to start because, you know, people are thinking about saving money and there are sort of, is it £5,000 per household you get? Yeah, that's like grant, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So you could, you could get, go to an architect who specializes in eco-friendly design and ask their views and then, you know, get the grant. So I think you have to be kind of literally quite creative. There is money available. Um, You know, you have to see, what can I do to get a share of that? Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, and one of the things you have done uh, this year was run for the REBA president. Um, what did that teach you about marketing and running campaigns? Okay, so that was a very interesting experience. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> yes, um, and um, I, I, did, I had no idea about uh, social media, for example. Yeah. And so I was looking at a screenshot yesterday, actually, and I saw that I had 45 followers in um, June. This is when I was uh, thinking, oh, shall I go for this or not? Yeah. And so 45 followers. And now I have um, over a thousand. I think it's about, um, I don't know, 1100 something yeah. And yeah, so it's, it's you know, June to July, July to August, August. I mean, in, in the space of two and a half months, I've got so many followers and, and writing and publishing that, publishing my opinions has um, given me a sort of uh, exposure, which I wouldn't have had with those yeah. 45 followers. <laughs> so um, I, um, you know, I think social media can be used for good. Uh, to promote, promote stuff and talk about social issues. You know, it matters to me, for example, how women are treated, how women from black and ethnic minority um, backgrounds are treated, you yeah. know, because I, I have faced that. So I've used that platform for advocating for them, for, for small practices. And I've made friends, you know, I'm, I'm collaborating with um, other small practices uh, on projects. Yeah. Um, I met them online on through social media. So that was my second benefit of meeting like-minded people. Um, so that, that probably wasn't related to running for the president, but it was, you know, <laughs> it was a byproduct that kind of came out of it. It was a by, very good, but, and that stayed on, you know, despite losing the elections, it yeah. kind of stayed on. Yeah. But I, it's, it's funny, isn't it? But I, I think there was just, there's so many different communities online and, once you tap into the ones that are matter to you, it's lovely. And like, we can't get out and meet necessarily at the moment, yeah. but actually you've got all these online communities. Like I connected with somebody who is actually, you know, she's a writer and she's actually based down the road from where I live. So, you know, at some point we went, you know, for a walk on the common, we actually met, you know, and, but it's things like that. You can kind of build those relationships and it's, it, it's really nice. And I think yes. when people are talking about social media, it's like, Oh no, it can be, you know, brain drain and this and that and the other. But I think there's a lot of positives from it as well as you, as you. Yeah. Can. I mean, you do, you do meet nasty people online, you know, oh, gotcha, yeah. but um, I think they're now busy attacking other people. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're off the hook now, love. <laughs> I'm off the hook, yeah. <laughs> It's the most important thing. Um, so I guess, I mean, you, you you touched on quite a few kind of recessions that you've been through and, and, and learned from. I mean, what would you say your biggest kind of lessons are from recessions and going through them? What would you, what, what would you say to other firms who say might be tackling it for the first time? So a lot of, lot of the people that you see are big practices. We all kind of started at the same time. You know, um, I, I'm guessing that Simon Alford, who, won the elections yeah. his firm is quite big I think he also started at the same time as I did yeah. um, I mean I can think of so many of these firms that uh, there was this wave of, of people that started around that time so there is no good time it's like they say there's no good time to have a baby 
just get on with it. <laughs> you get on with it. You know, they just come and you just have to um, have them really. So it's like with practice, you know, you just, if you want to start it, you start it anyhow. Yeah. And so I, th- I think this online thing is quite a boon because um, you can put all sorts of stuff online. People can view it and um, decide, um, you know, when I started, I had to carry around this huge portfolio, <laughs> really heavy you know, paper stuff and, yeah. and show it to them. Now you can, you know, talk to people online. They can go on your website and have a look. So I think, I think there are some advantages now which weren't there when I started. And that's, that's a good thing. Um, and also there are so many schemes around. So, um, you know, the, 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 what was it called? The Kickstarter scheme from yeah. the government to, to have more part ones included um, uh, in the firm as, as employees to take, for, for architecture firms to take on employees. Yeah. Uh, there are some grants available so all these things weren't really there when I was starting out. So, the, the, you know, just make sure you're keeping up to speed with what's available and taking advantage. The other thing that people talk a lot about is this research grant. Yeah. You know, architects can get research grant. And there are so many areas that you can do research in. So, um, you know, it could be something to do with um, climate crisis, it could be something to do with um, healthy cities or healthy people, uh, sorry, places. Yeah. So you can pick up your thing and use this time and use the grant. Um, I think it's not a grant, actually. It's a, it's a tax-free scheme, isn't it? You get some tax credits or something yeah. for, for using up your time to do the research. So if, if, if you're doing all that work, I think there is, there is money available. You can, you can make yourself an expert well, that's the thing. You can kind of choose your specialist area, can't you? Really yeah, hone yeah. down into it. And then yeah. actually that gives you reasons to get out and talk to people, right? Absolutely, yeah. And then, you know, you find your community online as well. So yeah. you, found, you can find students online. You can find uh, colleagues online. Um, you know, specialist help as well online. So there's a lot you can do now. That wasn't there before. No, I completely yeah. agree. Okay. So I guess um, during kind of lockdown, no lockdown, whatever's happening at the moment, um, what would you say, are there any kind of standout marketing or, or certain communications that you've seen of late that have really captured you, captured your attention or anything like that during this period? And Any marketing? Yeah, any kind of campaigns or you thought, oh, that's really, really good or really resonates with me or anything like that yeah i mean i i mentioned this before you know the thing with nhs staff yeah getting a discount really resonated with me because a lot of shops were doing that for nhs staff and i thought wow you know architects are doing that and they can they can make you know these hard-working people you know they come Better back comfort. home they can make their homes a little bit better yeah um you know that that's great i think that was a great idea um i can't can't think of anything else okay no that's cool <laughs> don't worry 
<laughs> and on to my final question. What one tip would you give to an architectural business leader at the moment about how to market themselves at the moment during this crisis and global pandemic? How to market themselves? Yeah. So I, I think wherever you are, whether you're a new starter or already have a practice or in the middle of it, I think the one tip you have to be, and I say this to everybody, literally, is you have to be true to yourself. You know, you have to think, what are my skills? What, what can I do best? What is it the world needs from me? So, um, you know, if you're offering something that's of no use to anybody, um, I don't know if you know this tale about um, a man who goes to another country and says, well, I'll sell you shoes. And they said, we, we don't wear shoes. You know, we walk barefoot. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Mothers like selling sand in the Sahara or I don't know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, there are we don't need this. <laughs> so we don't need this, basically. Yeah, well, the, well, the other one, cold, bringing cold to Newcastle. That's another one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So I think you've got to think, what is it the world needs? What is it that I can do best? And how can I then market that? Yeah, absolutely makes sense. Thank you so much for your time today, Samita. It's been really, really good fun. Thank you, Aya. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of Marketing in Times of Crisis. If you liked what you heard, please do leave us a review as it helps us to spread the word and for more people to get to hear about us. If you want to know more about things mentioned in the episode, do look at the show notes, which will give you more information about where to find us and also about our show website. In the meantime, I hope you enjoyed it and have a great day. Bye.